You are now listening to The Beat Basement, Season 4, Episode 7. I can do this for the rest of my life. Mm. I can, like, work on this forever and be, um, pretty satisfied. Presents The Beat Basement, where you hear from your livest producers, all of them. And this is where it all goes down, where you hear the funky sounds. From the producers that's up and coming, to Grammy Award winning, all of them. I'm your host, Swish, and we going in. Everything going in. Well, on this episode, we have the EDM producer, the dopest, matter of fact, the first EDM producer I've interviewed on the Beat Basement podcast. And that is Dosage. Sounds pretty good. Sounds like a a nice mix. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, so I started producing music when I was about 13. So I've been doing it for about 10 years at this point. Um, I I grew up in a very musical household. Uh, My dad was in a pretty successful band. My uncle was in a very successful band. My grandmother sang at church and all that kind of stuff. so I, I was always really connected to music from a young age, but I grew up listening to punk um, and metal and, and uh, alternative rock. And um, eventually I was discovered like uh, The Prodigy, who kind of fused the two, um, and that just blew my mind. And I had to know how to do it, right? So right. Uh, when I was like 15, I got able to live as a Christmas present, which is what I still use. So you got what at 15? 13. Thanks. It was uh, Ableton Live. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. Was it a good so Christmas? I started, I started producing. Was it a good yeah. Christmas gift for you? Yeah, I, yeah. I still use it to this day. It's still Wow. Awesome, so. Wow. That's good. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Um, so how'd you come up with the name Dosage? And we all have. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but... uh... And so I did a song called Prescriptions. So, yeah. There you my, go. Uh, my first EP was called May Cause Dizziness. <laughs> <laughs> on the side of the... Nice, nice. Yeah. 
Nice. Um, so what kind of what kind of um strange noises do you really like to use?
and it's in the fall, and it's it's huge. It's like four days of like a like a million people. It's ridiculous. Wow. Um, maybe not literally a million, but it certainly feels like right. you're there and you're trying yeah. to get through everyone, and there's huge stages everywhere. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm getting a bit off topic. Um, as the, <laughs> actually, what the culture is like, it, it sort of varies from place to place, city to city, and scene to scene. A lot of times, you'll have like a club will have a style mm. that they prefer, right? Right. So, that way, like, you'll get different, very different sort of people, very different sort of cultures. Like, drum and bass is like its own subculture. Yeah. And then, like, the dubstep kids are over here, and then that divides into, like, rhythm and death step and melodic dubstep. And, like, it's all very, um, electronic music people sort of, like, we, we take genre, like, a little bit seriously. Yeah. So, um, you'll right. find a lot of, like, a lot of people like me, I love everything. I love right. anything from tech house to speedcore. Like, I just enjoy it, all of it. Right. Um, there's a lot of people who, like, like they love drum and bass, and that's it. They love all the subgenres of drum and bass, but they're not in a dubstep, they're not in a house, right? They just want to hear this. Right. There's not a lot of complete, like, there'll be theming. Like, you know, if you go to Torch, you're going to hear drum and bass. If you go to Iris, you're going to hear something heavier, uh, District and Ravine. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, we're, it's very, uh, it's very American in a way. It's a <laughs> different cultures, but we that, all, we're all together. Right, but, so, and so my next question is, who started it? Uh, originally, it started in Europe. Um, wow. One of the, the, the pioneers of, like, techno or electronic music are going to be Krasenberg. Um, they're going to be other people like that. that, that uh, Germany, largely. Very mm. influential still is in the right. same mode. Right, true. Sort of techno. Yeah. Um, area. A lot of people do think of, like, China or Japan, but they sort of caught on as the rest of the world did, too. It all really started um, mostly in Europe. Right. And then it kind of came to America. We've always been, like, 10 years behind Europe on the trends. Like, dubstep was a thing in Europe in, like, the 2000s. And it was, like, a low-end, almost relaxed, like, wonky sort of thing. Mm. And then that's just now a thing here. Mm. We took it and we made it heavy and then we brought it back down and now it's going back and it's crazy. Mm. Um, but if you really want to trace, like, all the different... Um, Okay. Because you're gonna get you're gonna get Rotterdam techno, and you're gonna get um, house is like America's one big contribution. To the okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We started like well, cause like we started a house. Um, forget people are gonna fucking crucify me if I get this wrong, but I'm ninety percent sure it started in Detroit. Uh, I know at least Detroit House is like super super influential because that's what I'm into I like Claude Von Stroke and, and Dirty Bird and a lot of those Detroit guys nice. um, so that sort of came out of disco like disco happened and then disco died and then disco had its revenge as yeah. house right nice yeah and not only just um, disco didn't just have house neither they had more of the Funk, you know, um, carried, yeah. yeah. So it it went pretty much, yeah. I know what but she's saying. House this goes. Become, house became more and more electronic, right? And, it, and now is like progressive house and like psytrance, which 
that's a whole other topic. But <laughs> Progressive House and like Swedish House Mafia and like um, Avicii and those those guys were the biggest acts in the world at the time. Right. How are the visuals and the the techno the pyrotechnics like? Is that a part of the show or? We tend to have really elaborate visuals. What inspired you? Um, I mean, it's a good question. I, I went to see I went to see Excision when I was like fifteen, huh. um, and that really like it was my first rave, um, and it sort of blew my mind. Right? I was like, I'd never seen all these people together, and and, and I think it was really that feeling. Did you that have your glow me. stick? Did you have your glow sticks ready? I used to do the gloves. Yeah. I have the like the what? Light gloves. They got gloves. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Patterns that's with dope. Your hands. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Um, but that that was the first time I I like I got to experience all those people together and you're all feeling the same super powerful bass and, and lights and it's it's the, the that feeling right like it's like lightning in a bottle yeah. and I was like I want to capture this right mm-hmm. I want to be the one in, in command right mm-hmm. and I want to I want to see people having the best time of their life, right? Like, right. like I was. I right. think that was what really inspired me. It's the cook-up. Time for the cook-up. Never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Buckminster Fuller. 
Yeah, man. Construct something totally new. Build your own foundation. Be your own engineer, your own architect. And you can make whatever comes to mind. Yeah, man. That's my word, y'all. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Peace.